Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. We're going to have fun. It's more, more of a teaching time, interaction time, and we'll see if we have any winners again. Don't you like to win? I mean, most of us like to win, right? <laughs> Ours is coming. Don't worry about it. I'll take it. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. If you can't have fun, I mean, my goodness. Wow. And, and on behalf, again, Bradley touched on this Sunday, uh, and I let it go because he had covered it, but I'd like to just mention it again tonight. Um, what an honor. We had our staff meeting um, last night. We meet every week. Pastoral leadership meets every week. And we were just talking about how amazed we were um, for what you guys did for us on Sunday. Um, incredibly honored. I did say to Robin uh, in passing later after the family thing kind of broke up, and I said, you really think two days will be enough for you with me? All right, let's take our Bibles tonight. <clears throat> Hey, hey, if you, if you want a dead relationship, just keep doing what you've been doing. It'll die. It'll die. You've you got to really work this thing. You've really got to work it. Okay? You really have to work in a relationship <clears throat> so that it will be profitable. Because your children are watching, and others are watching, and not real interested in what you say and what I say. They want to know if it's working. And if it's got a lot of oil in it, okay, and it's well lubricated, and it's really, I'm not going to all think about how important it is that it be, okay, all right, I'm with good people tonight. Tonight, tonight we're going to be looking at the word, some of you are here going, you have many thoughts on your mind right now, let's focus on one purpose, God, Hey, listen, I am amazed at how quiet the church was for centuries on the most important relationship. And then we looked out and seen how the world was doing it, but we would never take any action for our lack of action. I want God's people to know there are two great gifts that he has given to mankind. First of all, the plan of salvation. God purposed it so. And secondly a solid romantic sexual relationship within the confines of marriage. I'll preach someday on salvation and sex. <laughs> you guys are going, huh? But, but, we, but we get all stoved up about it, and the world's delighting in the fact that they stripped us of our gift. And they're not even doing it the right way. I don't want to talk about that tonight. I'm hoping that you're catching some good information tonight. It is in the teaching role of the Holy Spirit that he wants to share with us about purpose. We'll probably be doing some things again and probably having some winners again tonight. One of the oldest books, if not the oldest, and I believe that many say that it is. We're going to start in the book of Job tonight. So you've got to get ready because you're going to be moving, okay? You all good with that? What's our, what's our theme and subject tonight? Purpose. That's what it is. Everything tonight is going to be about purpose. 
Job chapter 42 and verse 2 says, I know that you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. How many know that God always wins? God's purpose will always be complete. God's purpose will always be finalized. And no one can stop the purpose of God in your life. Wow. Did you catch that? How that segues in. Nobody can mess. Nobody can tamper with. No one can thwart is what the book of Job says. Nobody can mess with God's purpose for you. That is incredible. So then what we need to do is tap into the kingdom and find out, Father, what is my purpose? From your perspective, what is my purpose? By the way, do you know that it changes through life? It's not one and done. Does that make sense? Let me use an example. There are several of you that are here that have been in the military. I'm kind of looking at one specific individual who is a phenomenal athlete at Chiefman High School, and he went on into the military. He will always be a part of that branch, but his purpose in the military has been completed. But he's still a part of the Marines. Once a Marine, always a Marine. But that purpose isn't his purpose. Are you with me tonight? That's, that's where we get real sticky in the body of Christ because we think God rolled out a purpose and that's all there is. No, man, that thing can change. The purpose of God in your life can change. It has multiple levels. So if you are taking notes and you are, find something on a piece of paper. Tonight I didn't make copies of my notes, um, but maybe you've got something that you can write on. I'd like for you to answer a question because you're going to share out in just a moment. How many know we don't sleep in here on Wednesday nights? Because we're wide awake. There's things that God's going to deposit in our lives and we're going to carry out. I'd like for you to consider so that you've got something, at least think about it, because you're going to break up in in small groups in just a moment. I'd like for you to start thinking about what is my purpose today? Not this is what God did. Who cares? Can I break something to you? Every day I listen to the one-year Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, Psalm, and sometimes I just get bored with the Old Testament. I, I know. I, I'm just trying to see if there's anybody that's going to be in the dog pound tonight and go, oh, I can't believe religious people do that. Sometimes I just get bored with the Old Testament. It's like, golly, murder after murder, and, 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 and individuals getting their eyes gouged out, and they're beheaded, and, and all this stuff that goes on. It's like that's thousands of years ago. Tell me something new. I don't need to sing any of that. That's for those of you that remember those there. Okay. God has a fresh purpose in your life. I don't like backward thinking. I don't like backward Christians who talk about this is what God did. I understand that. I want to know what is he doing now? What is the purpose that God has for you now? Does that make sense? So write it down. Think about it. Jog your memory. In a moment, I want you to get up, and I just want you to just kind of Just flake this place. Just let snowflakes go all over the place. Find somebody and talk for just a moment about a purpose that God has going on in your life right now. Okay? God's not dull. God is not dull. Okay? Well, right now, God's purpose in my life is I've got to recover from some things. I was talking to an individual the other day. We're still in the book of Job about God never has anything thwarted. And they said, man, I'm really dealing with some addictions. Maybe your purpose tonight is to break an addiction. Not that it happens just tonight, but maybe that's the purpose that God has in your life, that there's some things that have been holding you that's kind of like thwarting what God wants, and he wants to break that. Y'all got your stuff down? 
We'll have a little bit of background music. I'm going to give you about a minute, okay? You all ready? Ready to go to work? What, what are we going to be talking about? A, a purpose. What purpose does God have for you right now? Okay? Not last year. You all ready for this? You guys got it? So let me tag it real quick so you understand. I'm talking about fresh. <clears throat> you know, we celebrated 30 years of marriage over the weekend, and we had a great time. Well, when we get to go to St. Augustine, hopefully, I- I'm trying to look at maybe when we're going to be out of school in November. She don't want to see the same old, same old. Why do we act like God's that way? So I got to come up with some new tricks. God is more creative than we permit. That's all I'm going to say about that right there, right now. Y'all ready? Go. Go to work. Go find somebody and not with your husband or your wife. Go talk to somebody about what is your purpose right now. What is the purpose that God has for you? Find somebody. <laughs> find somebody. <clears throat> you, and, and, and no, you can't be in family right now. Talk to somebody about purpose. Oh, Father, we thank you that individuals are discovering purpose tonight. What God currently is doing, Father, I thank you for that. A purpose, a mandate, an assignment. Okay, now switch it. Let the other person be talking and you're going to be the one listening. Okay, we're talking about purpose. All right, let's go 10 seconds down, okay? 10 seconds down. We're talking about purpose tonight. Outstanding. So let me give you a couple quotes now as you're kind of coming back together. Two quotes tonight as we leave the book of Job. One quote says this, God works through all situations to fulfill his purpose. How many of you have situations going on tonight? Got some situations? Here's the good news. Are you ready? God works through those situations. God works through it. Listen, God's not going to take you around it. God's not going to take you over it. He's going to take you through those situations. Okay? God's going to take you through situations because the purpose of God will define who you are. I hope you guys are getting this. The purpose of God in your life right now will define who you are right now. How many would like for God to redefine you? Meaning, when your old friends saw you back then, they knew who you were. But if they saw you today, they'd go, wow, you're different. Man, you've changed. And they're not looking outwardly. They're going, man, you're not the same person. It's because there's a different purpose in your life. Have you got that? Did you get that? Remember what you've heard, okay, because it's going to pay off in dividends later on. Say it again. Say it again. Play it again, Sam. God works through all situations to fulfill his purpose. When we're carrying our own purpose, we're looking for ways around or over or under 
But God says, my purpose in your life is this. I'm taking you through. Let me explain it to you this way. There are no bypasses in the kingdom. If you're headed to Atlanta and you're on your way to Knoxville, you're going through Atlanta. You're not going around. We have been taught, haven't we, by our culture how to go around. I'm explaining to you this way. In our computer labs, I wish Dr. LeBlanc was listening tonight. It might get me some extra points. We have students who are on a website, and they're supposed to be drilling down and working on Plato or Study Island or whatever. And what they'll do is they'll go to other websites to find answers and then come back and plug it in. They're looking for shortcuts. But there are no shortcuts in kingdom living. God's purpose is too good and too real and too rich for us not to go through the situations. Okay? So turn to somebody and say, I'm going through. Awesome. Next verse, Proverbs, chapter 19, verse 21. You can follow along. You can check out the screen, and here it goes. Many are the plans in a person's heart. Would you agree? Even if I didn't believe in God's word, I can believe that verse. I I would believe that right off the top. We have many plans in our hearts, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. I want to be a person that prevails. And the only way to prevail is to have his purpose in my heart. So that means he's got to wash out some things. Rut row. Isn't it amazing how we know how to take showers? We know how to wash our clothes? Well, most of us. Okay, all of us. But in our school system, we have, are you with me tonight? We have students that don't always get showers and, and, and proper bathing every day or every other day. Not because they're not wanting to, they can't. Or they come to school in clothes that haven't been washed. Hello? But what I want you to see is this. God wants to wash us of some of our plans so that we can prevail. Got that? You ready? How many know that everything is tier level in God's kingdom? Meaning if you were right here, he's going to take you right here. God's always into bumping up, not bumping down. The world pulls you down. God elevates. God lifts you up. Check your friends. You'll know who's carrying purpose. If you're around people that are always doing this, you should know. If you're around people that are doing this, you know, don't you? I want you to go find someone different. For a minute, you're thinking, man, this guy don't give a break. He don't give us a rest. That's why you go home and sleep. Ready? I want you to go share with someone about a purpose or a plan you thought, then God's washed it out. It's like, got to think, got to think, got to think, got to think. We should live with purpose in our minds. That's up on the screen right now. You're going to go to somebody and you're going to just say, hey, 30 seconds, let me tell you where I thought it was going, and God just washed that out. Just, he just washed it, just cleaned it up. Y'all ready? Stand up, go have some fun. Because I know you can't sleep walking. Ready? Go to work. Go to work. We're talking about right now how God has rearranged some things, washed some things clean, changed a plan or a purpose in your life. Well, Father, we thank you for your purpose. Nice, nice. 
and I love to see young adults hooking up with younger adults. How's that? Talking about a purpose or a plan you had that God just said, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vacuum that. I'm going to wash that one up a little bit. I'm going to clean it. Good. Go 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 29, 28, 30 seconds down inside 25. Awesome. Let's say 15 seconds. Incredible. Incredible. Excellent, excellent. I love it. I love it. Let's go 10 seconds. We're talking about how God rearranges our plans. How God alters the script in our hearts. All right, as we come back together, let me give you a quote, and then we're going to jump into another verse. Here's a great quote for us to think about. God's purpose can't be undone. Isn't that incredible? So ours can be, and sometimes he might alter, change, or delete, wash it out. But when God gives you a purpose, it can't be undone. Okay? So if God's given you a plan, God's given you a purpose, nobody can knock it out. Okay? I don't care how fast they pitch. I don't care if they hit you in the batter's box. It does not matter. All right? It it doesn't matter what's happening financially right now. It doesn't matter what the job looks like right now. If God's given you a purpose, it can't be undone. All right, let me give you an example, okay? Um, The man's name was Noah. He had everybody on his side. There was few that were on his side. His own family was quite skeptical. He was the first ark. I was reading a devotional by Billy Graham. Um, My wife, because she loves me, bought it at Cracker Barrel for me the other night after watching Woodlawn because Billy Graham is in that movie. But he talks about how cool God is. I don't know if he said cool, but he was talking about the original ark and then Noah and the ark left and then Christ appeared in the new covenant and he is our ark of safety. If you will... Jesus. If you will stay in the ark of the covenant, whatever purpose he's given to you, listen closely, it will not be undone. And everybody that was in the ark in the Old Testament, they were saved and so were the animals. Does that... I I really am trying to get something across with the help of the Holy Spirit tonight. You can't lose with the purpose of God. You will never lose with the purpose of God. So that's a good thing when God says, you know what... Uh, You got some things going on inside your plans. Uh, Not so much. Let me kind of go in there and do some altering of some plans and I'll straighten up your purpose and the next time you kick, it won't be blocked. So I don't know why they had to come out like that. (laughs) I know my day's coming. November's right around the corner. (laughs) I'm gonna wear shoulder pads in after that game. (laughs) 
God's purpose can't be undone. At least you're awake. At least you're awake. Yes? And, And by the way, listen. Listen closely so you understand part of my philosophy in ministry. If I don't know you real well, I'm not going to do things like that right there because that could be whatever, okay? So, I mean, I've got to really be connected to, and you've got to be connected to where you go. He he doesn't mean anything by that. It's just light moments, okay? You all with that? Okay, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Romans 8, 28. We know it so well if we could only practice it, right? Here's what Paul said. We know that all things work for the good of those who love him and who've been called according to his purpose. Whoa, whoa. Man, God called me to carry out my purpose. That is not in God's word. (laughs) What it says is he has called us, he loves us, he's got a plan, he's got a purpose, and everything works to your good. Have you got that? Everything works for your good. It could be all kinds of situations you're going through. It could be the passing of a loved one. It could be a financial setback. It could be a job closure and then another one that's going to be opening up. It could be a host of things. But the Word of God says we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to His purpose. When you are a purpose-driven, oh my goodness, almost like Rick Warren just walked in. If you are a purpose-driven person, you will never shipwreck. That's not his quote. The Spirit of the Lord just gave. You'll never shipwreck. You will never, ever shipwreck when you are in the purpose of God. You just can't because God's not a failure, and neither are you. Have you guys got that? Have you got that? I guess you did. Here's a quote quote by a phenomenal person. And, And again, your historical viewpoint is just as good as mine, but I appreciate some things that Robert Kennedy stood for. Listen closely. The purpose of life is to contribute in some way to making things better. That sounds like a God statement. That's the purpose of life, is to take the Lion King story and create a beautiful scene where everyone can understand the connectedness of being created in his image. Ooh, that just dropped a bomb on me. Because most churches don't operate that way. We have been created in his image, but not so much. Wherever that would be. God's here, yes? The purpose of life is to contribute in some way to making things better. Are you ready? Tonight, you've got to go again. And some of you are going to go, how much longer? Not too much. Here's what we're going to do. This time, I want you to find somebody else, totally different, and I want you to share with them how you would like to make things better. Make things better. Let me explain it to you this way, real quick. Ready? I'm, tr- I'm just giving you an example. My first year at the academy, it was one and done. You screw up, go home. You put the you in ugly, and I don't want to look at you today. That, that's what happened. Any incident, they just went home. Year three, the purpose has changed. We're trying to keep these kids. Because Ben Carson said, education provides liberation. You guys are getting a heavy dose tonight. 
I mean, if I have to go to the doctor, I want to make sure I walk out better than I walked in. Well, you're in the presence of the doctor, and it's not me. It's him. We're in, we are in his presence. Ben Carson said, education brings liberation. So when these kids are out of school, you know that they're headed to poverty. Hello. So we're trying to alter that. How are we altering that? Well, today there was a little push-shove situation going on in the cafeteria. In the past, it would have been, all right, let's see. Oh, all four of you? See ya next week. Just have a break. We don't need to see you, and you don't want to see us. That's where it was. That's, that was my mindset. Cut and dry. Bam, there it goes. Now we have changed that because they understand Unless it's a serious infraction, we're going to do everything we can to keep you because there's a purpose for you. Why'd you bring that up? Because I'm asking you to go share now with someone, how are you making things better for someone else besides one? You all ready? Go. Scatter. Shoot. Come on, find somebody. Just find somebody and say, hey, this, I really want to make something better here. For somebody somewhere. Could be in a classroom. It could be in a store. It could be a business. It could be your family. How are you going to make things better? What are you going to do to make it better? It could be a student. It could be family. It could be friends. It could be enemies. How are you going to make things better? Let's go within 15 seconds. Let's go with, uh, say, 10. You got it, brother. Coming down inside five. There's the snap. Oh, there goes the kick. All right. They just turned it upside down in Atlanta. And the quote as we move forward in our teaching time tonight on what is my purpose. One has put it this way. The purpose of life is a life of purpose. Let's make a declaration. We've done a lot of things tonight. Let's make a declaration as we move down the final stretch, okay? I will live my life with a life of purpose. 
You see, as we do that, you know what's going to happen? Our children are going to pick up on that. We won't even have to talk much about it. They're just going to recognize, man, things seem to be in sync with you and mom. Man, you and dad seem to be really connected. Like it's really functioning. What's going on? Well, we're living with a purpose. We're living with a purpose. Listen, purpose comes before plans. Got to have a purpose. You're going to walk out of here tonight with purpose. Okay? Purpose is very, very important. Romans chapter 9, verse 17. A couple verses, perhaps, and then we're going to wrap up, have a little fun, see who our winners are tonight. By the way, you don't get your award until you come on Sunday. Maybe that's what happened. Lewis was here on Sunday, and I didn't hook up with him. He said, that's it. No, I'm just... I didn't get a chance to get to him. Let me show you how big God is, okay? Because we think it's all about the church, don't we? we? We think it's all about those who are on the inside. God uses people on the outside. you believe that? Check it out. Romans 9, 17 says, For the Scripture says to Pharaoh, Oh, my. That would mean he was outside the Israel nation. He was outside the Jewish company. Does that make sense? And and God says this, I raised you up for this very purpose, that I might display power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. God can use bad people in bad situations for your good. (laughs) God can take people that are, I almost said some things I would say at school. I got to remember the format. God will take junked up situations and people that can't stand you. And cause them to bring good to you. On the front end, they may be terrorizing you. But on the back end, there's blessings waiting you. That's Romans 9, 17. Everybody was fearful of Pharaoh. But Pharaoh only had what he had because God gave it to him. For it to be on display. (laughs) To honor God. God will even cause everything that seems to be dishonorable to bring honor to him and blessings to you. That's why Jesus kind of walked through the earth and said, bless those who despitefully use you. Pray for your enemies. They're working for your good. I'm thinking again of the Marine that is here tonight and when he was on a particular mission and the missionaries that they were working to rescue. Sometimes we don't realize The stories that are in this room. I'm thinking of my brother now from London who told me when he was here the last time. He said, everybody carries a story. Everybody carries a story. That's what we're trying to do is to connect you to the stories in each one of you so that you will be stronger as you walk out of here in just a few moments. Watch this. But one of the missionaries that they were working to rescue wasn't able to be rescued in the the natural realm. But it still serves God's purpose. Jim Elliott, when he was speared to death down in South America, the man that actually speared him to death became a pastor. God takes the evil and brings good out of it. I'm just trying to get you to connect with God's purpose tonight. And there's going to be times when we're working on God's purpose that it doesn't make a bit of sense. And we're blinded by the darkness and can't see the light. And all the stuff that comes in against and tidal waves of things and circumstances. And I was planning an eight-hour day and they've asked me to work 16. Or I've been doing my very best and I just got cut in pay. 
I'm running. Don't do that. That's what Jonah did. That might be for some. Don't run tonight. Stay in the purpose of God. It will work for his glory and for your good. Let me say it one more time. It will work for his glory and your good. I got a feeling some of this might be just for me tonight. I don't know. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Let's do one more verse and then we'll do a wrap up, okay? Everybody good? How many are getting some nuggets, some things from the word tonight where you can go, yep, 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 that, yep, that's what I need, yep, that's why I chose not to be in front of the computer, not to be on my phone, not to be on Facebook, not to be in front of the TV, not watch the Big Ten channel. I'm in the house tonight, I was just, or SEC, whatever, 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 or I'm not going to work on my budget, I'm not going to think about the finances. I came here tonight, not because I'm a religious, I almost said a word, yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm not a religious prick. That, you guys don't even know that was in the Word, in the book of Acts. Jesus asked him, why are... You study it sometime. But I'm here tonight because, man, I am desperately in need of a fresh word from the Father. He's given us a host of verses that will say he will shape your purpose tonight. But I'm 50 or I'm 55 or I'm 25 or I'm, I'm this or I'm that. It doesn't matter. God says, I got purpose for you. Okay? One more verse. I hope you don't walk out of here tonight going, man, the only thing I got out of the message is he said a religious pee. <laughs> if that's all you got out of this, that was not a rhema moment. All right? That was just an insight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It's amazing how we capture some of the non-essentials and we bypass the essentials. Grab these essentials tonight. Okay? Finalize. Ooh, let's go to Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. This will be the last one. How many know that it's important that you make more than what you're going to eat? True? Because you never know when someone might knock at your door and go, I'm hungry. What the heck's he talking about? I put more on the table here that we're going to use tonight because I'd rather have more than less. I always want more than less. Um, both of my grandmothers, Cook and Weber, both of them were great women, and man, could they cook. They were right up there with your grandmother, Nanny. And man, there was plenty on the table. It didn't matter. Man, you thought they were feeding 50 people in the house. <laughs> just, they just loaded up the table. They did do you remember those days? And today outside these ladies right here, whew, I had to say it that way, most girls today can't cook. I said girls, I didn't say women. They don't know how to cook. And if they do, it's going to be, never mind, you know what they do, throw it in the microwave, boom, 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 boom. Some of you are going to go, man, you know what, I don't think I really like him anymore. But some of those old-time meals... Oh, baby. He's like, let me get to the table. I hope that's how you have felt tonight as we wrap up going, whoa, there was more than enough here tonight. And everything was purpose-driven by the Holy Spirit. Here's the verse, Philippians 2.13. You're going to go one more time into a group. This time it is going to be groups, okay? Philippians 2.13, continue to work out your salvation. I, I just want to pause right there. Don't quit. I'm not asking anyone... You're here. You know you're here. Do not quit. Don't quit on your purpose. Don't quit on what you're doing. And don't quit on working out your salvation. And what's cool is I have no business trying to figure out how she is to work it out. That's between her and the Father. Oh, my goodness. 
That would have been a good word for you to say, amen. Did you? Great. If you need a little help, I'll be glad to meet you. Never mind. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Let me put it this way. With due respect to the greatness of God. Okay? That's a little translation right there for me. Okay? No, I don't, I don't walk around like this in God's presence, but I have awesome respect for his purpose and for his character and what he's capable of doing. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. And I want to tell you, we're ready to wrap it up. God is putting some things in order tonight. How? By redefining your purpose. When you join in with the Father on purpose, God begins to order and bring structure into your life. You know what's happening? And listen to me. Ah, that's because you're over there in an alternative. Most of our kids have no structure. And they have no order. I was talking to Almond. He was down on the coast. I won't tell you the high school. 30 out of 60 student athletes are not able to continue playing football or basketball because their GPA has shrunk in the first nine weeks. And he said, what can we do? It's not just in this area. I'm seeing it wherever I go that our students, our student athletes do not have what it takes. Their foundation, their infrastructure is all messed up. That's because they don't know what the purpose is. Because when you get a hold of the creator's purpose for your life, watch this, he puts things in order. Tonight, God is ordering some things for you. I used to work at American Standard. I was an inspector on the lines, and those lines were forever long. And listen, when those things, when all of those, you know what they were, were placed on those conveyor belts, man, we had a purpose. Check, box, load. Check, box, load. All night long. Check it. Box it. Load it. Roll. Order, order, order. Hundreds and thousands would go out every night. Check it. You should have put the words in there. And load it and roll. God's kingdom is one of order. The enemy wants to bring chaos. And I dismiss that for you tonight in Jesus' name. Would you give the Lord an offering of praise tonight? I'm so fired up because God's going to bring order where there's been confusion. And he, the enemy loves to bring confusion between husbands and wives. And then all of a sudden we're going, what the, what are you talking about? What? He's bringing order right now and it's really cool. He's doing it. No, you guys didn't get the illustration. You thought I was talking about, I almost said that. You think I was talking about all that stuff? in the? No, I'm, listen to me. There was an incredible process and everybody on those lines knew exactly what to do. And once that thing started rolling, we didn't touch all that stuff. We left the urinals alone. We left the stools alone. We were just checking, boom, 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 because it was moving. We had a system. And let me tell you something. I did not work in a Christian environment. You screw up that conveyor line and you had guys cussing at you, raising the devil fast. Devil show up in that factory quicker than you don't even know. If you've ever been in the factory, I'm talking about. So, man, it was, it was not about stopping that. Man, if they saw that conveyor belt stop, woo, baby. What I'm trying to say is God's got a system. 
The enemy's trying to stop it. Let the Holy Spirit have sway. You will be amazed at the order that he's going to bring. Does that make sense? Okay, watch this. And of course, let's talk about the one that happened up north. The reason that happened with Michigan State and Michigan, because guys, listen to me, got out of their lanes. When you get out of your lanes on a football field, accidents happen. I know just a little bit about football. Not much, just a little bit. When you get out of your lanes, accidents happen. I'm done. I'm calling Allman this morning, and he said, hey, brother, I'm thinking about next Wednesday night. He said, can I give you something? He said, I think it's from the Lord. I said, well, if you don't know, don't give it to me. <laughs> That's where we are as close friends. You know, we can do that, and we're not, we're not divisive and trying to hurt each other. He said, here's what I see happening with our kids. Are you, guys, are you guys here? We're almost done. He said, our kids, our kids are not staying in their lanes. He said, I know that may not make sense to you. He said, but put a child, put a kid in a vehicle, and they're not in the right lane. You have an accident. God is trying to get us in line and in the right lane so that his purpose will explode in our lives. Let's pray, and then you guys are going to have some fun. Father, we thank you tonight. Man, it's been fun. I had no idea what... I was doing at American Standard. Lord, you know how I used that. You know how I was. You know what that was like at night. Naughty, naughty boy. You remember those. But you were using that then to teach me now not to mess up the conveyor belt. I thank you. I praise you. I think you're saying to this ministry, let's roll. Let's roll. The purpose is there. Let's roll. Tonight now, in Jesus' name, order our steps. And give us purpose as we walk out of here. In Jesus' name, God's people said, amen. amen. I want you to get up now. I only got a minute because you got to come back and then we got to finalize everything. I want you to get in groups. I don't, you, you pick the numbers. Get in groups. And not everyone's going to be able to share because we're going to work this with a minute and a half, no more than two. Two's max. Ready? And share an order that's going on in your life right now. How things were out of sync and God brought and put it in sync where you were totally like everything was stopped and people were yelling, cussing, raising cane. And then all of a sudden he hit the light. He, hit, he, he turned it back on and the conveyor belt's moving. You guys got that? We're talking about purpose. Ready, go. Mute. Music up. If you don't know what I was saying, make it up. If you have no clue what I just said, just make yours up. Just make it up, okay? You ready? Come on. Get together. We're, we're down. Yep, you can have a big group. You can have a small group. Good. 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 Oh, nice. Come on, hook up. Find somebody. Awesome, awesome, awesome. God, this has been a great night, and I thank you for your presence. Awesome. Love it. Excellent. Let's go a minute. Wow. And this is how the body grows. 
go 30 seconds. Let's go 15 seconds. Awesome, we're coming down inside 10. All right, now as we're coming back together, a closeout thought as you're pulling all your thoughts together this evening. Tonight, God is going to be releasing a new level of purpose in this ministry's life, in your family life, in your ministry, in the community, in your business world, educational world, your personal endeavors, there's going to be a new dimension that he's going to show out tonight. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to need um, four people as we close, okay? And we're going to do this quickly now. I need a person, wow, I, want, I need a person who will come uh, and the mic will be live here in just a moment, and you're going to share a purpose that you have. Why do you do this? When we are accountable, we grow. When we have no level of accountability and nobody knows, then nobody can help. In the book that I'm reading called The Shallows, it says that we're living in a disconnected society even though we're linking all over the net. This is a way for us to reconnect and have accountability to where others can come up and say, I'm not trying to get in your lane. I'm not trying to get in your business. But how are you doing with your purpose? So I need one who will be willing to come. The mic's right here. And just share for a moment what your purpose is. Okay? Number two, I want someone to come and to share. I found something tonight where God is redefining my purpose. He's washing it. He's cleaning it up. He, he's been inspecting something while I've been here tonight, and I, I can see that it's going to change. He is the ultimate inspector, the Holy Spirit. Okay, we got the first two. Number three, I need someone who will come up and share, this is my takeaway tonight. Okay? You don't have, it's not long, it's not drawn out. We're inside five minutes anyway, but this is my takeaway tonight. See how I left that wide open? This is your takeaway. This is what I'm taking out of here tonight. What's in it for me? God's purpose. And if you show up on Sunday, a blessing. Because God's purpose always brings blessings. Last one. I need one person who will come and say, this is the biggest one. I'm going to help one person between now and Christmas discover their purpose. That's called discipleship. You guys got the four? Where's my one and two? Are they already here? Okay. There's the mic right behind you. Where's my two? We got to do this quickly. Where's my two? Let me just see a two. No twos? There's only one that's number one right now. I mean, okay, I'll leave that alone. I got one person that got it. Some of you are going, I wish the heck you'd stop all that sports. Man, it's like I have to die. Who's my two tonight? Okay. Wow. I have Who's two three? purpose. I have two purpose. Okay, you've got the two. Who's got my one? 
Oh, you got the two? Okay. Where's my three? Three. All right, where's my four? Who's? You're the four? You're going to, okay, here we go. I'm going to hear them real quick. Ready? My purpose is helping elders and um, I'm a cross guard with the kids. I talk to them about the Lord. That's my two purposes. There you go. That's purpose. Beautiful. Awesome. Give her a round of applause. Okay, this is our two. Um, I have a purpose in life too, and that's to follow the Lord. Um, number one is to share with my children what I've learned and so that they can teach others. Um, and I know that God, if, if I allow my plan to work, it's going to fail. But if I allow God to live in my life, he is my purpose. And my purpose is to love people, to have the heart of Christ, to have the mind of Christ, and never look at others as they're under me. You know, they're just like me. And they're wanting the same thing. So my purpose is to share the love of the Lord and to show them that God is their purpose. Excellent, excellent. This is a four right here, right? I I need a three. The three is the one where you found God inspecting you tonight and you'd like to share what he has found that he's going to be kind of deleting or changing. I know there's got to be somebody. Good job. All right, we can't go to four yet, okay? In our counting, it's all, I, I can do basic stuff. One, two, three, not much more. Okay, three. Um, as some of you know, I have a pretty strong-willed six-year-old boy who uh, likes to push our buttons quite a bit, and we keep trying to control him instead of uh, letting God work through us into him. So uh, I've realized tonight that I need to relinquish what control I think I have and, and let God work through us and, and bring him out of that strong will help him through some of the troubles. Wow, that's huge. That's good stuff. This is our last one, and we're right on point. She's going to be talking just for a moment about investing, helping someone between now and Christmas develop a purpose, which is all about discipleship. I have a couple people I can help, but um, there's this one child in my after-school program that really needs some guidance. I'm going to try and help him find his way because home life is not helping him at all. So I'm going to try my best to do it. Awesome. Would you give her a big round of applause? Outstanding. Stand with me for the blessing tonight, okay? And I'm going to have... Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.